Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, depending on when you're listening to this. I'm currently recording outside of my closet, literally outside my closet. I'm right beside the wall. (laughs) And um, I had done a little bit of rearranging, or somebody did a little bit of rearranging for me. So now I have like a huge box right in front of my closet that I'm actually using to effectively hold my mic or put my mic on. Anyway, uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Secret Life of a Shy Producer. My artist name is Hime. I actually come from the GTA, Ontario, Canada. Today it's going to be known as the Great White North because we do have a layer of snow on the ground. <gasps> Just a layer of snow, actually. I don't know how cold it is. I'm kind of dreading going out there now, which is Meh, whatever. I got a pair of boots for from Black Friday, so I'm good. But anyway, um, I'm going to kind of just jump in about what I've been up to for the last week and what I'm up to for the most part next week, but I'm not um, crossing my fingers on any of it. I don't want to plan too, too far into the future because whenever I come up with some grand plan, it usually gets shot down by life. So I'm not going to let life shoot my ideas down today. Not today, Satan. Not today. But anyway, so um, over the past couple of weeks, I've been obsessed with math rock. Okay. So I'll give you guys a bit of a backstory. I'm going to try to keep this really short because um, I've been recording for probably over 30 minutes. I kept shutting this off and starting again. I don't know why I'm telling you guys. You guys wouldn't really know unless I told you. So yeah. Anyway, um, there's this website that I tend to go to from time to time to see if there are any cool remixes that I might be able to try out. Um, let me just put an asterisk here. I actually suck at making remixes. I'm not a, I'm not the best at making remixes. I feel as though I just have never been able to wrap my head around it. I've tried. I used to make them. Like, don't get me wrong. I used to make them when I just started because it's a good way and a good place to start, especially with trying to, like, understand how to mix vocals into your own productions. It is a great, it's a great way to get in. And that's how I started. But now I actually suck at them. Like, I downloaded um, vocal stems. And I don't actually use these vocal stems for anything else other than remix competitions, right? So... I download the stems, but I actually never finish the remix. And what I do is I take the base element that I would have used for the remix and just say it's my song. So I take everything that's not, that does not belong to me, and I take it out of the song. And anything else that I made, I just, I just say, fine, it's mine. <laughs> right. So, um, anyway, yeah, I, and all, because, and mainly it's because, my forms of remixes, they're not, they're not good. They are not good. Like for anybody who probably thinks my music already sucks, like my remixes are worse. Okay. That's, that's, that's where I'm coming from. So, but anyway, sometimes I like to at least put some effort in and download the stems (laughs) and see what I can do. But there is this one on this website called blend.io, blendio right? Um, And it was from this band called Covet. I think they're from California. And at first I was like, like, why would a rock band want to 
do a remix competition. It doesn't make sense, right? Like, I was coming at it from that standpoint because to me, I was like, most rock doesn't necessarily need um, remixes. And, but I, at the time I was saying, maybe I'll try it. Like if it's just rock, I can probably take like the guitar and just put effects on it, slow it down, do random things, chop it up and effectively recreate the song in my own image. But, um, yeah, so I went to listen to the track, uh, called Shibuya, Shibuya. Yeah, and it was freaking amazing. Okay, guys, I'm. I will put actually a link of the the video. It it's such an amazing song. I was obsessed. How long ago? Like well over a month ago, listening to that song like on replay every day because the guitarist is freaking sick. I mean, I I rarely get really impressed with guitarists i will just say that right now i maybe it's because i grew up being a guitarist and going to school with a bunch of like some emo kids you know who can kind of play a little a little jig and like girls get all like flustered about that and i'm like look like they're not playing shit like i get it i guess it's hot to just know like a guy can kind of play an instrument and treat an instrument kind of gently but they kind of even they just sucked right so um i came from that like place where i was just not impressed with a lot of guitarists and even like a lot of like famous ones i was like eh, they're okay right um but this guitarist was freaking sick freaking amazing and what turned me on to um effectively math rock was this band okay now um this is something that might be contentious and people say why does it matter it doesn't actually really really matter but it was actually just interesting for me so originally when i played the video they were all wearing uh green suits so i couldn't tell what the gender or sex of the people were i just literally and i was dumb okay i literally just assumed that they were all men because i was like okay like most guys play rock that's all i really tend to hear blah 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 yeah no i was wrong um the guitarist that is so freaking sick her name is yvette young we're the same age yay but she is so freaking amazing and she's honestly a virtuoso i would honestly give her that title um she plays violin as well and she plays piano uh, and she sings okay not she doesn't sing for this band but she is a singer as well and she is a creative soul like and it's, it's nice to see that it's good to see that like music musicianship especially in like rock and stuff it exists it still exists um and it, you don't have to get like or have to listen to just heavy metal to get that type of technical like skill you can listen to some fun music and some nostalgic sounding music that has a lot of technical skill and also a lot of love in it right so and i'm not knocking heavy metal i'm not i'm not 
no way am I like saying, oh, metal is shit. No, um, I, I have no issue with metal. I used to listen to Metallica like almost everybody. I don't own one of their t-shirts. I'm too broke for that shoot. But I used to listen to them when I was in high school and I used to play like most of their songs. And I love, I actually love Metallica for what it, for what they do. So, um, and I think that metal is honestly a classical, it's like a classical genre to me. Um, I, I like the, some of the technical, the technical stuff that they do. Um, I don't like the snobbery, obviously, but eh, what can you do? Right. Um, but anyway, I, after listening to her guitar playing skills, I was like, okay, so I suck at the guitar. I don't actually play it. I'm just a casual player of it. And I honestly am. I've been more um, stuck on producing electronic music than actually playing guitar. And actually, um, on an interesting note, because my man actually heard me play a little bit of guitar, uh, he's been telling me I have to like, honestly, I might have to consider like just going back and playing it again. Because a lot of my joy comes from the guitar more than piano. So, and I've been abandoning the guitar, but the guitar gives me such good luck, honestly. It's my baby. Um, so I've been trying to learn the rift for Shibuya over the past four days and I suck, but it's so much fun learning. And the reason why I'm learning it isn't so that I can go and rip it off and try to like, you know, say, hey guys, it's in a different key. No, none of that crap. The only reason why I'm actually really interested in learning um, how to play this riff is so that I can get a better understanding of math rock. You see, um, math rock is what I call indie rock plus. And when I even say indie rock, I'm cons- I'm thinking about indie rock from the, t- I'm going to have to move into the closet now. I'm thinking about indie rock from like the 2000s, the stuff that I used to listen to. Um, so math rock is effectively um, just the idea that there are um, irregular or irrational time signatures. So opposed to everything being in 4-4, four, four, uh, you'll have things in like 7-8, <laughs> right? Like 7-8 timing, 5-4. Um, and uh, the transitions in math rock um, tend to be more fluid to me. From what I've been listening to, it's a lot more fluid than a lot of other genres that tend to experiment with um, irregular time signatures, right? And in fact, um, a lot of what I've been listening to as well, um, like, it it's just got a pleasing sound. Uh, it's got a nostalgic type of sound to it too. Um, what I enjoy as well is that and well, it, it kind of bugged me at first, but I actually enjoy it, is that they're actually not working in standard tuning. So for people who don't know, standard tuning on the guitar is like E-A-D-G-B-E for the most part. Um, usually people would do a half step down, so it's the E flat for everything. Um, sometimes they do drop D, which just means you drop the lowest note from E to D. Um, there's C sharp and C tuning as well. Um, which, yeah, like, but I actually don't do those. But this one, 
this tuning that I have on my guitar right now. Um, I wish I can play it for you right now, but it's actually what I call, and I think most people might call it this, um, it's a diad to tuning. So um, it's D-A-D, right? I'm starting from lowest to, to highest. So D-A-D, A, F sharp, A, and then E. So the E actually is what makes it um, add to because E is the second note in a D major scale. Okay, so it's D major if you wanna if I wanna be like thing, but D major add nine or add two, right? So yeah, it's an interesting tuning to work in. Um, and actually, most of the tracks that I've been working on in my own productions over this past week have actually been in this tuning because I've been too lazy to tune it back to regular to standard. And Shibuya is actually in drop, not drop D, it's in D add to tuning, except you have the capo on the second fret. So it's kind of an E. The song's like an E-ish. So yeah, it's actually very interesting. You get an interesting color. Um, and I've I've been trying to learn how to either hold or experiment with chords and melodies uh, for myself in in this diad to tuning. Uh, it's been really fun. It's been an experience for sure. And I don't know when I'm going to actually tune back to standard E tuning yet. I don't know, right? Um, all I do have to say is that I really have to, like, um, set up my guitar. Uh, it's been a very long time. Um, since I've last changed the strings on my guitar and I'm actually too ashamed to say how long it's been and I'm not going to describe the gunk on the guitar strings that I try to clean off every time I use it like it's 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 nasty but I still love it okay I've just been too lazy to go to Long McQuaid to buy um, strings and actually, speaking of Long and McQuaid, there is one quick thing that I wanted to mention last week um, that I was going to make a bonus episode on it, uh, but it w- I was just too random, so I decided to hold off on it. So, oh, come on. I hate Instagram. I'm sorry, guys. I really hate Instagram. I had it up, and then, like... Every time you, I guess, refresh Instagram, it goes back to the top, so you get the latest crap, and you have to scroll down. But um, this was from last week. Um, Apparently, this is real. Um, This happened at the Toronto location. Somebody wrote this. To whom it may concern, I stole merchandise from this store worth $200 in 2011. I am sorry for doing this, and I have enclosed the amount to pay it back. Best regards. So the person left $200. So 450s in an envelope with this letter. And they were like, okay, this happened. So they posted it. And I think um, I was thinking, okay, for starters, the fact that this person didn't get caught stealing $200 worth worth of crap, wow, one. Um, Two, the fact that they decided to pay it back because they actually felt like they knew it was bad 
and they probably just didn't have the money and they want to pay it back now. Okay. Three, the person should have honestly taken interest into account because $200 in 2011 is not $200 today. Okay. So it should have been a little bit over $200, but whatever. Um, it, it, it was just interesting when I saw that. I was dying when I first saw it. So yeah, follow Long McQuaid, I guess, on Instagram. You see some cool things. Somebody took in like a Lego guitar like a couple of days ago. It is freaking gorgeous. So yeah, it honestly looks amazing. But yeah, um, you know, for the most part this past week, I've just been obsessed. Well, for the past couple of weeks, I've been obsessed with math rock and I've actually decided to take the dive and tune my guitar down. I've been playing in um, Diad to uh, tuning and been trying to figure out what I can do with the sound. Um, most of the tracks right, right now, they all have like guitar on it. Um, I'm still, uh, I don't know if I'm hoping to have the track, like my um, album or EP uh, come out by the end of this year or some end of the month, or if it'll happen at the beginning of next year, um, January. So um, I'm not too sure what I'm going to do with that per se. And also the reason why I'm calling it an EP slash album is because I don't know what it's going to, whether it's going to be an EP yet or if it's going to be an album. I know people say, oh, plan into the future. No, I there, there's only so much planning I can do with my creative process. I work on music pretty much every day. That's about all I think I need to do, <laughs> That, in my opinion, right? So, um, and the thing is EP, I think it it's short of an album. Album has like more minutes on it. So if my, um, the, if the culmination of my tracks um, add up to what an album is supposed to have in terms of minutes, then it's an album. If not, it's an EP. Anyway, that's just technical jargon crap, I guess. Um, hmm. I also, for the past week, whenever I have free time, uh, which basically means whenever I'm working out or eating or washing dishes, or getting ready for work, I would listen to people's um, tutorials on making type beats, um, type beats specific to trap, for the most part, trap and hip hop. Uh, I, I like to listen to see what types of things they're doing, how they're mixing their tracks and stuff, because sometimes I get stale and I want to see if I can change it up a bit. Um, and mind you, I'm not using the same uh, programs as them. So it's not like I'll get the exact same sound. So much as it's like, okay, you cut this much of your low end and this much of your high end. Wow. Okay. Interesting. All right. So, um, and I also today, like just, just this morning, I was listening to a tutorial or not even a tutorial, but an explanation uh, from In The Mix, which is a YouTube channel. So he did an explanation on saturation, which is something that we always hear a lot about. And yeah, he was showing, in a sense, like how it actually works, like demonstrating how it works in a track and what, it, like 
how it can result in like nice warm tracks and stuff and like mind you i already use saturation i knew it was such an important thing but sometimes i go overboard so yeah it was nice to honestly get like a refresher on what saturation is and how it could be implemented if needed and stuff so yep i'm so i'm currently working on fixing up my tracks in that way and yeah um so i'm gonna actually go right now um it is probably 10 30 now nope it's 10 09 or 10 08 but i want to go do some working out i want to see if i can maybe um put up my speakers and work on a track that might be tomorrow but um and then also on the weekend so i've been changing up my routine for weekends usually i work on music on saturdays then I go out on Sundays, so now I'm going out on both days. So instead of mixing and mastering on the weekends, I'll be producing more or trying to produce more on the weekends and and then mixing and mastering probably on the weekdays, particularly on Monday. Uh, that's the only day where I'm not thinking about working out or going to my club meetings or doing laundry. So yeah, um, also... Initially, I was supposed to be working overtime like three times this in this past week, uh, but they were all canceled and I am glad that they were canceled now because I would have not wanted to wake up at five in the morning to head to downtown for like 830 to work. Um, actually, I, I would have wanted that because it's more money, but either way, it's a win-win. It's either more money or I, I work on the podcast or I work on music. So yeah. But anyway, on Saturday, I'm actually going to uh, the ghost concert with my man. And it's something where we bought the tickets back in, was it even May? I feel like it was like April, May or some shit or June. Um, been anticipating it for a while. I've listened to some of Ghost stuff. And again, I think like I said in this podcast, I'm not against heavy metal. I actually really enjoy it. I like the... I do like the technical side, um, and it's going to be interesting to listen to Ghost, one of like the biggest um, groups. Like, pro I think they're they're considered prog, um, prog metal, progressive metal, but people call it prog. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be cool, um, and I have to. That reminds me, I have to get the earplugs because. I am not looking to go deaf from the raging fans around me or from the awesome music that will be coming from them, which will be distorted. Okay, so anyway, I'm going to go. I'm going to head out, um, work out, try to do some music, go to work, wear my boots, yeah, should be fun. So thank you for tuning in to another one of my awesome ramblings about what I've been up to, uh, what my latest obsession with math rock. Um, and honestly, guys, like I will tell you, though, when it comes to music, if you can try to listen to a lot of different styles, um, I think that where people tend to get stale um, is when 
they kind of they don't appreciate like or find ways to appreciate other genres and they're too stuck in like one form of mental like in a mentality right so I used to listen to folk a lot like old school folk music um I'm a huge fan of Joni Mitchell I wasn't really a big thing on like uh, Bob Dylan I was more of a fan of Neil Young wow I really liked Canadian music shoot huh Wow, that's a realization. But like, you know, and people, when they looked at me, they all thought, oh, yeah, you just like hip hop, right? And I'm like, yeah, I like hip hop, but I mean, there's more to me than hip hop, you know, um, right? So it, it honestly, I, I enjoy discovering for myself different genres of music, whether they've been around for millions of years, five years, 10 years, or it just started. Um Sometimes you just need like that one band to like open your mind up to all the other possibilities and to help you grow as a musician too. So yeah, anyway, that's my ramble again. Um, and I really am going to have to go. My battery is also at zero. So I'm going to stop this before I lose all of this. Um, have a good rest of the week. Keep warm. Uh, happy holidays if you're into it if not have a good day and i will hopefully come back next week with more progress on my obsession with learning math rock guitaring because it's all tapping and stuff and callous so later bye bye